welcome to the Her Story Collaborative. My name is Jen Buck, and I'm your host here in the collab. I'm a professional speaker, executive strategist, author of five books, and a nonprofit founder. My speaking and training business is focused on advocating, activating, and amplifying high-performing women. And that's really what the Her Story Collaborative is all about, trailblazing women who are changing their little corner of the world. So today, my guest is a favorite of mine, Tara Ije. Tara is a true world changer. And even more than that, she is a love rebel. Tara is the owner and founder of Love Glasses Revolution, which is a sunglasses company that sells heart-shaped glasses. Her glasses have been worn by celebrities, distributed around the world, and even given to the victims of horrific devastation to bring a little light and love. Tara believes that we need to see the world through the lens of love, and her love glasses are her contribution to help people live with intentional love every single day. On that, welcome to the collab, Tara. Wow, that was uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Thank you for having me here. Thanks for letting me be here. It's an honor to be on your show. I adore you. I have admired you from afar for so long. And to now be able to call you friend and watch your business explode and how you impact people has just been such a joy for me. And I'm so glad that that day when we were supposed to go get our pedicures with a friend and she didn't show and you and I were like, should we still go? Should we still go? And we'd never met each other and we still showed up and it was literally love at first sight, right? Absolutely. I adored you from day one. I mean, you know, getting, getting pedicures together seals the deal. Friends it does. Life. It does. It, it's true intimacy when you, <laughs> it is. you're, you're tree climbers to be seen by a stranger, right? <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> so Tara, you have done something absolutely extraordinary with Love Glasses Revolution, but I think what needs to be understood is where this all came from. Like, where did you come up with this idea? Why is it important to create a movement through the glasses? You know, where was this, was this birthed from? And, and tell us, you know, what really was the motivation behind it? Let me give you the, the short version. So okay. we can, <laughs> basically uh, in 2015, it was a particular time in my life that was very uh, rough. It was a lot of despair and hopelessness for me. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of rhetoric around Muslims mm-hmm. and we were on TV, but not in a good way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just felt uh, hate crimes were up, just so many things. And I was living in absolute fear. Um, a whole series of situations happened where it was kind of getting worse and worse. And I called my brother one day, very, very sad. And we had a discussion for a couple hours, told him like, they just don't know me. And it's just blah, 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 you know. And he sent me a little meme. He didn't know what to say, but he sent me this meme. And it was a little guinea pig wearing heart-shaped glasses. Mm -hmm. And it said, I can't see haters with my love glasses on. Yeah. And for some reason, this this catalyst uh, just sparked this whole idea that I could choose love, you know, love and fear. They don't operate in the same space. You, you have to make a choice. And I was a little rebellious. So I was like, I'm going to put these glasses on. If somebody says something to me, I'm ready. Like, you know, <laughs> can't you see it. Right. Yes. And that never happened. I went out, I wore them but that didn't happen. People were like, Oh my goodness. They were chasing me around grocery store aisles. Like, you know, I love your heart shaped glasses. Where can I get those? You know? So it was just this tool for connectivity and I recognized it right away. Yeah. And I have seen you 
around the community showing up. I remember after the uh, one of the one of the gun violence occurrences mm-hmm. that happened in Texas, you El Paso specifically at the Walmart. I remember you getting on the road and just going, just taking off within days and being a part of the healing that was occurring. And I've watched you in our community do similar things, showing up and and offering, you know, these gifts of love. Tell me what drives you with Love Glasses today. I think for me, it was always recalling the space that had me create it. Um, the, the feeling I wasn't good enough, mm. that nobody cared what I had to say, that I didn't, um, who wants to hear from me? I didn't have a voice. Yeah. And now I, I've recognized the power in just showing up. You, you can show up, not even speak, and you still have a voice. Yeah. And I think people need to understand that. And now I want to spend my days making sure that everybody feels that they have a voice and that they have, they're heard, they're seen, they're loved, that they matter because uh, maybe a lot of these problems could be dissolved if we Mm. invested a little more time and energy into hearing each other and connecting. Yes. And loving each other and being compassionate and coming from a place of empathy as opposed to coming in with, you know, judgment and ridicule and opinion, right? And fear, fear of the unknown. Someone who's different than you, who looks different, who dresses different. I mean, once you start really delving down into it, we're all really, you know, we want the same things. Yeah, I agree. And I've watched you transform our community. You know, it's, amazing that no matter where I go, someone's wearing the glasses. And it really has become sort of a cornerstone in our community. You know, they're everywhere. And I love that it's not just a small thing. It really has wings. And you've, you've even gone, you know, to another country to bring your love glasses and make an impact. And I've watched you fundraise for things, for kids and school and books and learning and, and your community is huge and activated. And I think that's a testament to who you are. You know, your heart is huge. You exude love and happiness. And I just think that what you've created is, is really magical. And I, I hope you're proud of yourself for what this is. You're, you're very kind to say that. And I, I uh, enjoy the feedback so much and, you know, on days when you don't, when you feel like, oh my God, I'm just running around with crazy heart-shaped glasses on my head. Like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. Um, you know, when you have that and then people tell you their stories, mm. of what they do or how they show, how they've showed up, um, yeah. what it's meant for them. I mean, it just reminds you all over again that it's not crazy. I mean, ish. (laughs) The ripples make a difference, you know, and, and, and I just encourage people to just be you, whatever your idea, how crazy it is, if it's going to make the world better, just do it. Yeah, we need all the forms of crazy. We do. And, and I love, I'm thinking about your branding, because 
Your branding is so strong. You know, you bring in every walk of life and it's colorful and it's inclusive and you do such a great job of really telling the story of what you believe in your heart through these glasses and, you know, the the branding that shows up. And I, I think it's brilliant. You know, you can't help but feel happy <laughs> when you see your branding, really. That means a lot too, because I absolutely do not know how to separate Love Glasses Revolution from Tara EJ. Like it's 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 a direct extension of of how, of my heart, and I love things that are pretty and shiny. And yeah. I will absolutely stop for shiny things, like yes. that person. So yes, I totally that means a lot to hear it. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and I think that you know for people who are creating a brand or they're, they're maybe sitting on a really great idea and don't know what to do with it. I think what you just said is probably the number one piece of advice when I give, when I'm working with people on their branding is that it has to be authentically you. It has to be an extension of who you are. When you look yes. at people like Oprah, or you look at people who, you know, have these brands that have these, you know, decades long, uh, sustainability, it's really because it's who they are. And it's not because someone is polishing, you know, a rock. It's because they truly are all that they show up with, all that they, you know, offer and share. And I think that that's the key. That's why I think Love Glasses Revolution has done so well, because you really are the chief love rebel, you know, it's really what you live every day, which is really great. Yeah, I don't think you can fake it for too long. Um, but that doesn't also mean you can't grow. Like, I, I mean, I've done some things that maybe I'm not proud of, even as with Love Glasses Revolution, you know, like a little driving down the road, you might, you know, do something, say something not too good to a drive, you know, but um, you, you still have to have grace with your humanity in it. That's all. Yes. And, 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 and when you know better, do better, you know, yes. by Angela. Grace with humanity. Huge. Right. It's huge. Huge. It's so simple, but it's so difficult, and yeah. especially to have grace for yourself. Yes. I just think it's beautiful. Absolutely. Were you always this person? Were you always, you know, the little girl with, with big ideas who wanted to go out and change the world? I think I was always creative. Um, I, I was always a creative person. I didn't know that anything at that time I would say or do mattered bigger than that, other than I like to create things. And I think that's really what the love glasses came, came through is the creativity part. Like I was like drawing and art and, and, you know, crafty things and that kind of stuff, but I didn't recognize it on a bigger level because I, I didn't see myself on a bigger level. Mm. And so this, this revolution now is absolutely like, I can see you, I can see all the amazing things you do. Oh. I don't give myself that same lens. And so now, now that's a big thing. I'm trying to turn that lens inward a lot stronger. Yeah. So, so I'm going to brag on you for just a second. <laughs> and I know you hate this, but I'm going to do it. So you have, and I'm going to let you tell it, you have been on the front cover of a magazine. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, tell them what it was. Um, we were on the front cover, or we were on the front of USA Today, and yes, then sorry. we were uh, 
on um, a MasterCard commercial in the New York Times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this that is was so cool. huge. It was it's pretty cool. Just enormous. And I love that MasterCard was recognizing the impact that seeing the world through love yes. really has in the world, right? That it really is the answer that's missing right now. And yes. when I look at what's going on in the world, you know, here we are sort of coming out of, of quarantine, but not fully coming out of quarantine. And we're going to have to go back and, you know, all, there's all these weird things happening with our, our sister countries around the world. However, isn't it interesting that while we were in quarantine, there weren't the mass shootings at the level that we see them now. And now that we're all coming out, we've had 14 just in the last month. And it's such a testament to how people are hurting and how, you know, we really do need to shift the way we see the world. And I love that a brand as humongous as MasterCard and publications like those that you were on the front cover of, that they would recognize the power of the messaging. It's, it's just such a testament that you've got your finger on the pulse and, and you really have something special here. It's kind to say, and I agree with you. I love that big companies will look at small businesses and small people differently. That, that I think that these big businesses are looking for companies doing more than just selling a product. They, they do want to see the, the momentum behind it. Like, who are you and how do you show up? So I please everybody just do you be, be, be all you can be. Is that a thing? Yes. That's yeah. a thing. Yes, it is. Yes. It's a very good thing too. Yes. <laughs> so when things are hard, because we all have our backpack yes. that we carry, that's full of all sorts of stuff, right? What keeps you going? What keeps you focused on the right thing? What's your true North? Oh, that's good. Um, I believe I have to always believe that things can be better. Hmm. I have to always believe in humanity. Uh, uh, I just have to, like, I can't look at it a different way. I can't afford not to, because I'll go into a deeper spiral. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you, I feel you can't operate from a place of despair. Mm -hmm. um, you have to have hope and I don't always have it. So what do I do is try to surround myself with strong women. I mean, we've had phone calls before yeah. uh, and then, you know, my best friends and, and, and things in place that when I, when I do reach that point that I can reframe, yeah, uh, not deny, but work through it, you know, mm -hmm. because toxic positivity is a thing too, right? Yes, so, it is. Absolutely. It's totally a thing. That. I love that. Having a strong squad is so important. And knowing that there are people who, when we can't carry our backpack anymore, can carry it for us. Yes. You know, and I, I love that. So when you think about what matters most to you, what is that? I like to show people all the sides of things. Like, I think I'm a natural peacemaker, really. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's very important to me as maybe one of my values, mm -hmm. um, connection and peacemaking. So it's, I, I, I think we, you know, giving people and each other a lot of grace and showing stories and, 
showing sides to things like just nothing is black and white when it comes to people. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe except our tendencies sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Powerful. Absolutely. So my demographic of, of clients, if you will, is primarily women and, and they're actually young women, which I appreciate so much, but I do have, of course, men, men that I work with clients that, that are phenomenal and, you know, rule, uh, I should say world changers themselves, but what would you say to women who have an idea and want to do something with it, but maybe they feel, I don't know, limited somehow? They don't have enough. They aren't enough. There aren't enough people to support them. I mean, what would you say to women who have a great idea and are ready to do something with it? Yeah, I, I, that's very common. I think for women, um, we have so much knowledge and sometimes we just... Uh, underestimate the value of what we have for sure. Try, just try. And, and you don't have to know the end game or how you're doing it. Just put one step in front of the other, because I promise you that that will happen. Yeah. It, people who will connect will connect yeah. with you as you need to. You'll find what you need. You just have to move, just move. Yes. I totally agree. I often tell women that, you know, it's the paralysis that, that ruins it for us. You know, we think so much, we plan so much and we don't ever feel like we're ready. And I always tell women that the secret that every entrepreneur will admit is that you're never fully ready. You plan as well as you can. And then you jump, you have to jump and you have to trust that that parachute will open and that you'll know what the next step is, you know, but we, we have to do, and you just nailed it. You know, it really is about being courageous enough to trust that you're on the right path and, and just do it, you know, I, and stay focused. Mm -hmm. Like what, what's that thing that drives you? What do you, you know, like you asked, it's very important because then you can decide what thing you want to do with all the opportunities that come and you won't just be like, yeah, <laughs> although I am kind of scattered with everything I do because love is everywhere, but, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I do. And oftentimes as we both know, we need somebody to keep us on track and yep. focused so that we do keep our eye on the prize, right? Because That's it's right. so easy to take other people's input and, you know, get caught off with the shiny, like you said, right? So easy yeah. to do. And, and so sometimes we do need somebody that's going to hold us to account. And I know that both of us believe in that. And yeah. I, I think it's been for me a game changer because I, I could easily get all over the place too, but having someone there that holds me to account and keeps me on, on track helps me stay really consistent with all that I'm doing as well. And I know that you believe that too, right? Yeah. I think it's very important for idea people, yeah. you know, very big ideas all over the place. And we got to drill it down into something workable. Yeah. Otherwise they're just ideas. Yeah. So if you could tell something, anything, to the 18-year-old Tara, mm. what would that be? What would you tell her? <laughs> Just be you. Be you, little Tara, with yeah. all your sensitivities and your emotions and your, it's okay. Be yes. you. 
Yes, I love that. Absolutely. So this is the point where I like to transition us into the speed questions. And I love the speed round because I just like to hear what you're going to come up with. I like to get, you know, a little bit of information on you. And I love it too, because some of my friends who are just world-changing women, I've brought into the broadcast and they say things and I'm like, what? Like, I have no idea that their answer would be what it was. And so I love this. I'm going to just shoot 10 questions at you. And, you know, if, if you can't think of something, that's okay. But I want to shoot them at you and, and find out what you think. Is that cool? Let's do it. Okay. So first question, one of my very favorites. If you could spend an hour at the end of a park bench speaking to your favorite woman in history, who would it be? Maya Angelou. Oh, Gosh, yes, it's a good one. And it's such a consistent question with all of these strong women that I interview. I love that. Are you a sweet person or a savory person? Sweet, for sure. Yes, I knew that. So what's your first purchase when you win the big Mega Millions lottery? Love glasses with glitz and glam and bling. Really? I I don't know. You're Uh, You're going to put real diamonds all Crystals. over it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> These are just pseudo. <laughs> right, but they're beautiful. Thank so you. what's your favorite book? Oh, one I'm reading now called Set Boundaries, Find Peace by <gasps> Nedra Tawab. It's right there. It's been so good. Really? Good to know. Can you text that to me when we're done? Absolutely. Good, good. Because I'm in the middle right now of setting some boundaries. So Self-love. <laughs> This is a great thing. Good, good, good. So what's the best advice you've ever been given? Be you. Okay. And That's I've it. heard that throughout everything you've said. I love it. Good. I live when, it. Oh, when you're processing, so if you're dealing with something, are you more of a quiet thinker? Nope. A talker, got to yep. talk it out, or a doer? I have to talk it out before I get there. Yep. I Same. definitely talk it out. Yep. Same. And I think we do this together. You know, we've, you and I have sort of blabbed it all out before and come to solutions. So I, I'm not surprised. Yes. So pizza question here. Mm-hmm. Do you like pineapple on your pizza? It can happen. It's a mood thing. It's a mood oh, thing. Really? Yeah, it can happen. I, I'm, uh, yes. Okay. It has to be with the right other combos. Okay. I'm a punch in the mouth kind of flavor person. <laughs> like I need things to be really overdone flavor-wise. And I'm not saying I like too much salt or, you know, something that's going to burn my face off, but I love punch in the mouth kind of flavors. And so I like, I actually like pineapple and pepperoni and you ready for this? Jalapenos. Oh, I believe you You sound just like my husband. Yeah. We we throw stuff on. We're a throw stuff on the pizza people. Yeah. Yeah. So you're walking on stage your books. I forgot to talk about the fact that you are an author of two books, right? Is it two or three now? Uh, two. Well, great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Grateful soul. Love meets life. And I just wrote the forward in Deidre's campaign chronicles. Nice. So you're walking on stage. Your book has yet again, hit the bestseller list because I know that you have bestsellers and they're going to be playing your theme song. What would that song be? Got this. Kelly Clarkson, Dare You to Love. Oh, <gasps> okay. So I need to look that up. Oh, it's, it's mine. It's, it's my thing. I love oh, it. Oh, I love that. Do you know, Dare after every single episode, whatever song someone gives me, I go and listen to it. 
because I have to know there's so many, you know, and when I hear these women that I admire say that they love something like I'm on it. So I write down the books and I also go and listen to the song. That's kind of my thing. And she that did I did it in all the languages, by the way, like <gasps> it's in tons of languages. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Hitting. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I love her. All right. Next question. Are you living past hundred? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if it's a good quality, then I'd love to. If yes. it's qual- quality matters. <laughs> yes. Well, I just want you to know I am living to 130. Oh, okay. So that you're aware. Yeah. And I am, I'm building my club and I think I'm going to get pink satin jackets. So hot pink satin okay. jackets. I'll so try if to you see you there. the over 100 club, you know, there's room. Okay. There's room. I like yeah. pink. So what's the best word to describe you? Mm. I would say creative. Yeah. I would also say love. <laughs> no, really, yeah, yeah. because you live it. You know, you live it every day. And I think that when I think of someone that embodies and, and actually brings, you know, their face to mind when I talk about someone who just embodies love, it's you. So, but I love creative too, because you definitely are super. Create creative. the love. Love is good. So last question, finish this sentence. When I'm really, really old, I hope to see. That I made a difference. Mm. Beautiful answer. Absolutely beautiful answer. So Tara, I hate to do this because I always want to go on and on and on, but you know, broadcasting being what it is, I've got to keep it in the pocket time-wise, but I'm so grateful that you spent time with me. I, I love you to pieces. I can't get enough of you. And I want to make sure that we allow everybody who's tuning in to know where they can find you. I mean, they have got to jump on this love glasses revolution. <laughs> so can you let anyone tuning in uh, know where they can go? Yes, myloveglasses.com is our website for Love Glasses and Love Glasses Revolution is all the social media, you know, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. Yes, and get them because they're so cute and they look great on everyone, men as well. Yes, and there they are on her now if you're watching. And so I'm just so grateful. I've loved having you here. Before I go, I want to make sure that I give huge props to our sponsor, who is Go With The Flow. Go With The Flow is an organization, a nonprofit organization that helps students with period supplies. What we know is that graduation rates are greatly impacted by these students who don't have the monetary means to get the supplies that they need every month. So what happens throughout their high school career is that they end up missing a week of school a month, and it's greatly impacting the graduation rates for these students. So Go With The Flow is a group that creates these period packs, puts them in darling little bags, and gives them to both the school and the students so that these students are able to thrive. So if you'd like to get involved with Go With The Flow, you can go to gowiththeflow.org and, you know, monetary donations, getting involved and bringing those period packs, which I've done into the schools. It's so fulfilling and you know you're making a great impact for the students. So Tara, again, Tara EJ, I love you to pieces. I'm so grateful that you were here and I can't wait to see you in person. So thank you. Until next time, my love. Till next time. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.